We'd like to give a warning for this audio fic. This is a Dreamini story, including three sons between Draco, Theo, and Hermione, and also includes using denticles from the Devil's Snare as a sex toy. Please be warned before listening. The Dreamini Archives presents Playing with Potions by Mad Marauder 24. Chapter 1. Hermione heads to the Manor Library to read the new herbology book Neville wrote. She's practically skipping as she makes her way through the corridors, deciding where she wants to sit. She selects Theo's favourite green velvet couch. Theo saunters in behind her with his hands behind his back and a small smile on his face. Room for one more? God, I love that view. The couch sits in front of a giant bay window overlooking the greenhouse. She nods while already reading, and he sits at the opposite end. Many a time has Hermione lectured the boys on keeping his distance, as they generally try to distract her with wandering hands. He settles in, extending his legs out along the cushion, and examines her. This is one of his favourite ways to see her, snuggling up with her feet tucked under her legs, fully relaxing as she reads. Well as much as Hermione knows how to relax anyways. Theo summons a book that Abraxas Malfoy wrote, and catalogues all of the spells originating from the family. As a Gringotts curse-breaker, work days were never dull. And surprisingly, growing up with a Death Eater as a father gave him a rather large knowledge of obscure curses. Unfortunately, this made him extremely qualified for his career, and the goblins only cared that he knew how to use that knowledge for their benefit. Today, Theo is looking for information on why a bar cart made of gold and crystal would only allow pure-blood males to approach it. For some reason, Theo and his co-worker Adrian Pusey were the only ones in their department who could approach it. They sat in silence as Hermione read and Theo researched. After an hour and a half, Theo went over the hutch nearby and picked up two empty journals with quick quills. He walks to her and nudged a set on top of Hermione's book to get her attention. She looks up at him and grins. How do you know I needed one? I kept thinking I should get up for a journal to take notes, but then I'd read something else interesting. Granger, if you think I couldn't hear your mind running a mile a minute, then you severely underestimate my ability to observe. Not only to mention your eyes would glance at the cabinet and your fingers kept twitching. I figured I could accio them to us, but I needed to stretch my legs anyhow. Hmm, how thoughtful of you. However should I thank you for your extreme kindness, she teases. Hermione starts to crawl over to him once he sits back down. Theo pulls her onto his lap and places her hands on his shoulders. You're a very smart woman. I bet you could come up with something. He whispers as he leans in to kiss her. The kisses are soft and gentle in a sensual way. Their lips meet over and over, not separating for long. Hermione puts her fingers through his hair, just as Theo pushes his tongue into her mouth. Large hands wrap around her back, pulling her closer to press her breasts against him. All of a sudden, Hermione's stomach growls loudly. Theo pulls back and chuckles at the pout on her tender lips. Hermione climbs off his lap to the cushion next to him. He plants a kiss on her forehead, then says, Rosie! Any time that boy feels like Hermione needs to be taken care of, she puts a halt to all of activities they might be in the middle of. 
Truthfully, in the moment, it drives her crazy, but at the end of the day, she's thankful for it. Rosie appears in front of them. Would Master Not and Mistress like lunch now? Master Malfoy is currently eating in his lab. Hermione sighs. That would be lovely. Thank you, Rosie. Sandwiches would be great, nothing too fancy. Yes, Mistress, of course, Mistress. Rosie will be back before you can say, Herself. The little elf disappears. Only two minutes later, she returns with a tray of sandwiches and tea. This looks perfect. Thank you, Rosie. Feel free to take the rest of the afternoon for personal time if you'd like. I'm sure we can manage dinner, Theo says. Oh, most generous of you, Master. And Rosie thanks you very much. Please call me if Masters and Mistress needs anything. With a last little curtsy, she disapparated. The two ate their meals and talked of their readings. Once they were done eating, they resumed writing in the journals and bouncing ideas off of each other. Draco opens the double doors to the library and saunters in. Stopping in front of Hermione, he bows and presents his hand. For you, love. I know you didn't have time to pick any up in Diagon this week. Are you all set with your reading for the day? He's holding a light pink potion, and Hermione easily recognises it as a contraceptive potion. She takes it from his hands and presses a kiss to his cheek. Thank you. That was very nice of you. And yes, I'm all set for today. Neville's work is truly eye-opening. Wait, is that what you meant when you said you were working on a special project? She asks as she drinks the potion. Suddenly, Theo has a cheeky grin on his face. Draco shakes his head with a smirk. No, but I was wondering if you'd ask. I was hoping you'd be interested in playing with something new I made for you. What I was working on was this. He pulls out a red potion from his pocket and hands it to her. Do you trust us, love? She looks up hesitantly at Draco, her face a bit flushed. Yes, of course I do. Is this a love potion? I've never taken one before. Yes, but it's unconventional. The effects aren't what you would normally think they are. And the potion won't make you think you're in love with us any more than you are. I don't want to ruin the surprise, though, by telling you what it'll actually do. Draco says. Hermione glances at Theo and raises an eyebrow. Baby, we have all night to play. You've had a tough week and we wanted to surprise you. And Draco just had to do the finishing touches on the brew. Of course, we don't have to if you don't want to. We can always try it and stop if you don't like it. Theo says and uses a light finger to trace Hermione's arms in a way she finds soothing. Both men know she'll say yes, and they both took stamina potions before leaving breakfast. She bites her lower lip and glances at them both. Slowly, she licks her lips and grins. Okay, I want to play. Will you feed me your potion, sir? Draco moves to sit on the other side of Hermione, and corking the potion, he pours it into her mouth. Theo moves his fingers lower and lower, until they're tracing patterns on her thighs. Draco puts one hand on her lower back and another on her hip. Hermione closes the distance and kisses him heatedly. Draco bites her lip, pulls back slowly, then rubs his hands across the spot he bit her. Theo takes her chin, turning her to him. She starts to attack his mouth with hers, then slips her tongue into his mouth. They continue to make out for a few moments, and their kisses growing more intense. Hermione can start to feel her knickers grow wet. Breaking apart, Theo notices a pink colour emerging from her cheeks. How do you feel, baby? 
Daddy, I feel warm. I'm starting to feel tingly. I need... I need... And what is it, love? Tell us what you need, Draco commands. He runs his hands along her back in a soothing manner. More. I need more. I need these off. She groans out as she gestures to her clothes. Her skin starts to feel hot and she fans herself with her hand. More than happy to oblige, Draco helps her stand up then, tugs off her v-neck. Manny surges upon Draco's mouth as she feels Theo tugging off her jeans. She steps out of them, managing not to break apart from Draco's kiss. Moving her hands to the bottom of Draco's sweater, she pulls it up and off him. The way Theo is sitting provides him with an eyeful of Hermione's arse. Bringing his hands up, he needs and massages behind her. Her bum pushes backwards into his hands, but she leans her chest against Draco, as if she can't decide where to go. Draco steps back and laughs lightly at her wanton actions. He brings both hands up, squeezing each of her breasts. Hermione moans loudly and she feels a surge of wetness in her light blue panties. She pulls down the matching fabric of her bralette and takes a nipple in his mouth. Draco alternates pinching and soothing each nipple as she throws her head back. Thea slips his hands between her legs, rubbing over her underwear. At this point she's completely soaked, making her panties cling to her core. She stops and whimpers. Oh, I feel so... so... Wet. I'd say so, baby. You're absolutely dripping, Theo says. He pushes her knickers to the side and sticks one finger in her core, creating a loud, squelching sound. Her arousal starts to trickle, coating her thighs. Draco groans at the wet sounds of her pussy and stops his ministrations on her nipples. Why don't we get you more comfortable? He leads her to kneel on the couch with her ass still facing Theo. Draco kneels on the couch on the opposite side and starts to kiss up and down her neck. Theo pulls Hermione's knickers down her knees. He angles her hips backwards and slurps on her juices greedily. Oh! She moans and pushes her cunt back into his mouth. Theo pushes two fingers inside her this time. Before he can move, she starts fucking herself on his fingers. Theo smirks. That's it, baby. Show us what a slut you are. Let us see how needy this little pussy is. Suddenly, Hermione puts her hands on Draco's hips and pulls down hard. Shocked, he realises he's now sitting down on the couch. Her hands grip onto his thighs for support, and she rocks herself back and forth. Theo adds another finger and curls his fingers inside of her to hit her G-spot. Ah! She yells out, and starts to speed up even faster. Draco is so turned on by her actions, and starts to rub himself through his jeans while he watches. The sounds coming from her dripping cunt are obscene. Her mouth is open, panting heavily, and her tits are swinging back and forth. Theo can feel Hermione's inner walls start to flutter, and he can tell she's close to her first orgasm of the night. Hermione scrunches her eyes shut, and her mouth forms an O-shape as she starts to cry out. Ah! The orgasm hits her, and her walls are clenching around Theo's fingers. When she stops rocking against Theo's fingers, she pulls them out and has her sit on his lap. His joggers are now soaked from the wetness coating her thighs. Panting, she says, Okay, this is not a love potion. What is it, sir? I feel like my body is on fire. 
I don't even think I've been this horny in all my life. She starts to squirm in Theo's lap. And Draco smirks. Lost potions are classified as love potions, so technically it is. This is going to make all of your orgasms come easily and be more intense. Notice how Theo didn't even touch your clit. Your need for recovery time will be practically non-existent. Manny starts to prove his point by grinding into Theo's lap. Please, please, I need more. Please give me your corks, she cries out. The slight relief she felt from her orgasm is long gone now. The two Slytherin alumni move in tandem as they put her onto the couch on all fours. Theo sheds himself of his clothes and throws them somewhere across the room. He then adds the panties around her knees to the pile with his clothes. Hermione kneels for a moment to quickly free Draco's prick from his jeans. All she can think about is the need for something in her mouth, preferably a warm cock. He pushes her back on hands and knees with her face directly above his hard dick. Theo takes the tip of his dick and runs it through her folds that are leaking fluid onto the couch. Knowing that the lust potion increases her body's natural fluids, he pushes into her heat with no resistance. Mm. She moans, eyes closing in happiness. Draco puts his hands in her hair, creating a makeshift ponytail. He lifts his hips onto the tip of his cock, is pressing against her closed, moaning lips. Her brown eyes open and she quickly envelops his length into her mouth. Her head bobs up and down, backing her mouth on his cock, and she hollows out her cheeks and sucks hard. Theo starts to thrust powerfully. And soon enough, she's distracted at the growing tension in her pussy that she stops her actions on Draco's prick, her mouth moving, just holding him. She's overwhelmed by the feeling of them both in her holes, and all she can do is take it. Draco begins to fuck her face, knowing how much she loves it. Her mouth starts to leak and draw pre-cum out of the corners. The potion is producing more spit for her to work with. Soon enough, her arms give out and Draco is holding her head up by her hair. Theo is hitting her G-spot over and over again. He's gripping her hips tightly so she can take his strong thrusts. Oh, she cries out. The sounds muffled by cock. Draco groans. Hermione has begun whimpering non-stop, causing vibrations to constantly massage his length. Draco takes her head and holds it to his pubic bone, making her take him deep. Fuck. Take it, cockslut, he yells out. The potion has eliminated any resistance, causing her gag reflex to disappear. His hips stutter and he's coming in her mouth. Hermione feels the warm liquid coating her throat and tries to swallow it all. The fluid in her mouth dances on her taste buds, and her body explodes in another orgasm. Cum escapes her lips, dripping onto her chin as Theo moves, jostles her body. Her head is resting on Draco's thigh as he strokes her hair. Oh, your cum tastes so good. Please don't stop, please. Fill me with your cum. She tries to meet Theo's thrusts into her pussy. She can feel her warm thighs trying to milk his dick as she comes down from her orgasm. Her slick is flowing out of her, opening, escaping past his dick. Theo wets his thumb in her fluids and presses it against her puckered star. What a good cum slut you are. Don't worry, love, we have all night to fill you up, Draco says. Hermione moans at his words. 
Theo's pace becomes unsteady, and he can feel her walls begin to clench again. Sweet fucking Salazar, you feel so good around me. I can feel how desperate you are for my cum. You're going to drip with my seed slot. Theo spurts his thick load into her cunt. As soon as she feels the warmth in her womb, her body erupts around his cock, draining him. Hermione's hips move wildly as she rides out the high of her third orgasm. Theo pulls out of her, their combined cum coating her legs. She whimpers at the emptiness. All Hermione can think of is more, more, more. How to get it, who to get it from, and where she wants it. The two men next to her are the answer to her questions. She launches herself at Draco, only managing to make it over one thigh and kissing him roughly. Her hips begin grinding on his leg, his jeans now dark with the liquids leaking out of her. Draco pulls back and holds her face in his hands. How do you feel, love? You should be starting to feel a bit more sated now. The effects are supposed to calm down with your orgasms and with cum inside you, Draco asks. His eyebrows are furred together in concern. Hermione's movements are frantic, trying to chase another release in an almost animalistic way. Frankly, she doesn't know what he's talking about. She just wants to keep going and to be filled completely in all of her holes. Please, please, sir, that's not enough. I need to be stuffed in all my holes. My arse aches for filling. Daddy, will you help me and put your fat cock back at me? Hermione begs. Draco can see tears filling her eyes. Shit! Draco, what did you do? You said she would be at the halfway point by now. This does not look like halfway, Theo hisses. Hermione is completely ignorant of their conversation, only focusing on how her clit feels against Draco's leg. She should be. When I helped the Weasley twins develop this and they tested it with their witches first, I waited until I heard their feedback. There isn't any reason why Hermione should be affected differently unless... Hermione, love, you didn't take a pepper-up potion in the last 24 hours, did you? Draco asks as he brushes her hair out of his face. Yes, I wanted to be a good girl today, and I didn't want to be too sleepy if you wanted to play, she whines. Theo pales. But Hermione, you never take pepper-up. You always say it makes your heart thump like it's being trampled by centaurs. Shit, calming drafts won't even work against the pepper-up because love potions cancel them out. She ignores him as she whips her bralette off. She takes Draco's hands and places them on her chest. She tilts her head to look at Theo and her lips tremble. He doesn't want her to think he's upset with her, so he gives her a kiss. <laughs> her cry is muffled by Theo's lips, but her clit starts to feel warm. The pressure of her core from pressing against Draco's thigh as she leans into Theo is what pushes her over the edge. Fuck! She yells out and her walls clench around nothing. And Draco feels his jeans soaked and realises Hermione is squirted all over his thigh. His concern is temporarily put on hold as he pulls her into a searing kiss. Her head falls into his shoulder, tired from exertion. Do you feel better now, love? If not, ask for what you need, Draco asks. She shakes her head no, tears from her pleasure still running down her face. Please fill my horse, sir. I need it, she says. Now, now, you know good girls need to ask for exactly what they want. Say, please fuck my slutty potty, sir. 
Say, please fill my naughty bottom with your cum, Daddy, Draco commands. Hermione looks up at them with wide eyes and starts to beg. Please, fuck my slutty pussy, sir. Please fill my naughty bottom with your cum, Daddy. The men look at each other and nod in silent agreement. If this doesn't work, then they'll have to fluke all the Weasleys in hopes that they have an antidote for this specific extreme reaction to the potion. Theo leans back on the couch and pulls Hermione to lean on top of him. Her back is laying on his chest and he begins to massage her breasts. Draco quickly stands and peels off his jeans and boxers. And grabbing his wand, he expands the couch so it's wide enough to be a king bed. He leans down and kisses Hermione, then trails wet kisses along her neck. She starts panting heavily and feels a surge of wetness in her pussy and bum. The lust potion causes the body to create lubricant in any hole that is actively engaged in sexual activity. Draco stops next to her ear. It's all right, love. We'll take care of you. We're going to paint your insides white until you're full of cum, just like you asked for. You're being such a good girl. Theo hisses and slides into her arse easily. Hermione wiggles in desperation, but Theo holds her tight so Draco can enter her cunt. They start to move in tandem, in and out. In and out. Hermione is constantly moaning and whimpering, her voice starting to sound hoarse. Theo turns her head to the side and starts making out with her. While she's distracted, Draco reaches down to rub against her clit, hoping that every orgasm will bring her closer to complete relief. Hermione sobs against Theo's lips. Please, I'm so close. Don't stop, please. Oh, fuck right there. Yeah, you like that. How does it feel being fucked in both of your holes? Tell us, baby, Theo commands her. Oh, so good, Daddy, so good. I love the way you and Sir use me. She's drunk with desire and can feel another orgasm coming on. Her walls start flittering against the two dicks that are fucking her senseless. And she's hovering on the brink but can't seem to get there. Please, please, fuck me harder. It's not enough. Stretch me more, she yells. Theo and Draco make eye contact in agreement. The men don't stop and continue to work on their girl. Theo takes two fingers and slides them into her ass next to his cock as Draco does the same in her pussy. Yes, I'm, I'm, Hermione cries out. Ah! Hermione's pleasure reaches new heights as she comes hard. The coil in her body snaps, tension finally free. Her body releases a gush of slick, freshly coating the cocks inside of her. Theo and Draco simultaneously groan. Her passages are already so tight to both of them inside her, and her walls squeeze them until they release inside her. Theo gives one big thrust as deep as he can go, and his dick bursts out sticky white cum. He thrusts again, and his dick sloshes cum in her bum. Spent, he lays there softening inside of her, but removes his fingers. Draco leans forward and kisses Hermione roughly, groaning into her mouth as he lets go of his load deep into her womb. Hermione lifts her hips to push the cum deeper inside of her. Panting, he silently thanks the gods that he brewed a very strong contraceptive potion. Hermione would kill them if they got her knocked up before she was closer to being Minister of Magic. Draco pulls his softening prick out of her and rolls off the two lovers beneath him. Theo gently rolls Hermione to her side to lay in between them, 
and withdraws himself as well. He then conjures a glass of water for her, and helps her to sit up to drink it. The amount of fluids being released from her body earlier made him worried that she'd become dehydrated easier than usual. She chugs the glass and wipes her mouth with the back of her hand. Draco gently holds her face in his hands and asks, Love, how are you feeling? You just had five very intense orgasms. You've been such a good girl for us. She sighs and snuggles against him. Mm, I feel wet and drippy, sir. Thank you both for using me and giving me all of your cum. My body isn't all tingly anymore. If you want to put more of your loaves in me, though, I can take it for you. Good girls always take what they're given. Right, Daddy? Draco wraps his arms around her as she closes her eyes. She mumbles sleepily. Love you both. Theo looks at Draco and smirks. Hermione's fully asleep now on the couch. Well, at least her body has calmed down. Looks like the mental effects are still there, though. Probably best to do a medical scanning spell. If she seems all right, let's get her cleaned up and into bed. We can watch her throughout the night. If she wakes up, we can have some leftovers from the kitchen. Yeah, I think she'll be fine once she sleeps it off. And we should probably owl the Weasleys in the morning and let them know not to take the lust potion with a pepper up. To say it amplifies the effects is severe understatement, Draco replies. Draco casts the medical scan and sees that her levels are more than fine. To make sure she's truly comfortable, he also checks her aura. It appears as a warm pink, meaning Hermione feels safe and loved. He shrinks the couch back to its normal size and smiles at the girl. Theo starts casting the Scourgify left and right to clean up the mess they made and to clean himself and his lovers. Double-checking that the sleeping Hermione is clean, he walks over to her and scoops her up into his arms. Now that they aren't concerned about her safety, Theo looks over as his mate and they grin. They apparate into Hermione's bed, tucking her in between them. Draco chuckles as she cuddles into them and presses a kiss to her forehead. Well, that's one way to tie her out. Chapter 2 Two hours later, around 10pm, Hermione starts to wake. She feels Theo with one leg draped over hers and Draco against her back. Both men are hard, and Draco's length pressed to her arse and Theo's prick between her thighs. There's a fresh wetness between her folds that makes her want to squirm. The last thing she remembers is telling the boys she loves them and feeling immense relief. And that doesn't explain why a warm, burning sensation is starting to spread throughout her body again. I thought that the potion would be worn off by now, she thinks to herself. With a mind of their own, her hips start to move back and forth. A rush of arousal leaks out to coat Theo's cock. Still sleeping, Theo starts to rut against her, his shaft rubbing against her clit. Hermione lets out a little whimper and feels the potion start to hit her full on. Suddenly, there's lubricant forming in her arse, and the fluid escapes her hole, causing Draco to groan. He opens his eyes, slowly processing what's going on. He whispers, Love, are you awake? He puts a hand on her waist to stall her movements. Yes, the potion is making my body throb all over Draco. It feels even stronger. I don't think what we did earlier will help this time, Hermione whispers hoarsely. Hearing the sounds, Theo wakes and stops his movements. Hermione growls her disapproval, not stopping her hips. 
Merlin, I thought it wore off. What are we going to do? We left all our toys at Not Manor last time we stayed there. Fuck, I knew I should have bought two of everything. I know you said it was excessive, but I really think... Theo, not helping, she bites out. Right, right, sorry, baby. I'll just apparate over there quickly and... Theo is cut off again. No, please don't leave me. I think being without your body heat will make it worse, she says, still grinding. He raises his eyebrows and asks, What should we do then? Send a Patronus to Blaze or something else to join us? I didn't think that you were into that, but if you are... Hermione only shakes her head no in response and bites her lip. Draco speaks up in a slightly quilty voice. Um, well, love, there is one thing. We've been working on it for our anniversary and wanted to speak about it later on, but it seems like our only option and it's on the grounds, so... I think it'll be the only way to make sure you're completely and fully stretched. Good contract, Draco. Just summon it already. I trust you both. Although after this person mishap, I'm not sure why. If there's something that's going to help me not want to rut against everything like a bitch in heat, then just do it! She growls at him. Draco nods solemnly. Accio, devil snare. We've modified the plant so that it knows to adjust your body movements and it won't harm you. Basically, it can tell what brings you pleasure by your reaction. The plant will seek out your satisfaction and won't stop until you can't come anymore. The snare is even able to produce fluid that imitates cum now. We should help dull the potion's intensity, he tells her, trying to distract her with information while they wait for the arrival of their last hope. There's no way they can go to St Mungo's unless it's their very last resort. Hermione's career wouldn't survive if their potion accident was reported in the Prophet. Glass shattered as far as the window breaks, and a potted plant zooms into Draco's hands. Okay, baby, we got you. We're going to make you feel better. Get your hands and knees for us. It's all right, Theo says soothingly. Please, I need you inside me. Fill my holes. Please, Hermione begs. She quickly crawls onto all fours as Draco takes the devil's snare out of its pot. He dims the lights with his wand so they can see what's going on, and places the bundle of tendrils below her stomach. Theo puts his hands on her hips, lines himself up to her bum and slides in. Fuck! Hermione and Theo cry out at the same time. Draco moves up the bed to kneel in front of Hermione's mouth. How do you feel, love? Uh, Having Dad meeting me helps, but it's like my body is demanding for extra of everything and to be touched and filled more than we've done before. Harder, she whimpers. The devil snare extends small tendrils to caress her breasts. The plant produces more thin vines to pull and roll her pebbled nipples. Oh, please, uh, Hermione Keens. Her mouth is hanging open as she pants wantonly. Draco puts a hand in her hair to pull it out of her face. He takes his cock and shoves it in her mouth. He starts to fuck her face and closes his eyes in bliss. A medium-sized tendril glides over her chest, up her neck, and angles its six-inch dick-like length into her face. The snare slips into her mouth and matches the roughness of Draco's actions. His eyes pop open to look at the plant that's alongside his prick, and they alternate going in and out. Three large tendrils climb up, wrapping around her legs as they ascend to where Theo is positioned. The plant has a sheen to it now as Hermione's cunt drips onto his thighs.
Each of the three large appendances replicate cocks with thick, bulbous heads. The first arm of the plant plunges itself into her pussy, making juices surge out of her hole. The other two hover, waiting for something. And Manny cries out in satisfaction of having all three holes used. The simulation is exactly what the lust potion needs, and she can feel the tension in her cunt escalating. Her pussy and arch clench around the dicks inside her, making them explode. The dildo-like plant inside her releases first, shooting a warm liquid into her womb. The devil's snare pulls out, and she feels the cum-like substance trickling down. I'm coming! Yes, lord, squeeze me in this tight pussy, Theo yells, his cock spurting thick white ropes deep into her from behind. Money's walls are still fluttering as she comes down from her orgasm, and she milks him for all she's got. Pulling out of her, he says, Wow, that thing really likes warm, dark, wet places. A good thing you have three of those, right, baby girl? He smacks her ass and then lays down on the bed to watch. The stamina potion has worn off, leaving him soft. The two large vines make their move and thrust in to replace that loss in her holes. Hermione moans at the feeling of being full again. Draco holds her head down to his pubic bone, and the fake phallus follows his lead. Sweet fucking Salazar, you're such a good girl when you choke on my cock, taking two like the perfect cocks like you are. He and the tentacle pull out to the point where only their tips are in her mouth. The two dicks in her mouth start to come. She tries to swallow as much as she can, but can't keep all of their loads in her mouth. Her mouth is stretched so wide the cum flows out of the corners, past her lips. Draco pulls out of her warmth and collapses on the bed. The plant hovers and scoops the fluid back into her mouth. Still hard, the tentacle slides back into the warmth of her mouth as another plant dick joins it. <sighs> she moans. The vines that were playing with her hanging breasts move to push them together. A medium-sized tentacle glides between them, fucking her tits and making them jiggle. One of the smaller vines moves to press down on her glit. Two more large tentacles emerge, going to join its brethren in her arse and pussy. Wasting no time, they thrust in aggressively as she subconsciously spreads her legs wider on the bed. Hermione now has two cocks in her mouth, cunt and bum, while one fucks itself on her chest. Her mind is blank and all she can think is, yes, yes, yes. She never thought there would be a day that she used the sentient plant as a sexual toy, but she's never appreciated the devil's snare more. As soon as she finishes the thought, the tendril at her chest pulls back and covers her tits in its cum. The sticky white liquid drips onto the bed, and while it retreats to the mass of vines resting below her. Theo and Draco are now lazily stroking their semi-hard dicks as they take in the sight of Hermione being fully filled. They can see the tentacles inside her body as her belly protrudes from the thrusts. The men originally thought of Devil's Snare because of its natural intelligence and not wanting to share her with other men. The plant could move itself without any required wandwork or monitoring, not to mention that it could expand and shrink to fill spaces as needed. Hermione's toes curl and her eyes clench shut as she feels her mind-blowing orgasm approach. The tension builds and builds until it snaps. Her hands grab at the comforter below as her walls flutter wildly, 
coming hard. Her slick spills from her holes, making the plant shinier than ever. The men can tell that Hermione is approaching the big finish with the devil's snare. The two friends move up the bed towards her face, enjoying her blissed-out expression. They want to completely overwhelm her senses, as it's the only hope for her to burn the potion out of her system. Oh, Theo, look at our girl, stuffed in all her holes. Doesn't she look so perfect, loaded up with cocks? Draco says cheekily. His fist is around his dick, jerking himself. They know Hermione loves dirty talk. She always says that a woman's orgasm starts in her mind. Yes, Draco, she looks so sexy. Soon she's going to be leaking so much cum out of her that there'll be a puddle underneath her. Are you going to come for us, baby? Theo has his hand around his length, moving it in tune with the tendrils. Hermione mm. moans at their words with her mouth full. There's increasing warmth spreading in her cunt, and she knows that she's about to squirt. The pressure hitting on her clit repaired the devil's snare repeatedly hitting her G-spot does her in. She tries to cry out as her hips stutter. Her cunt contracts rapidly as liquid gushes and squirts out of her, coating the comforter. Draco and Theo join her and chase their release. Spurt after spurt have come released from their pricks. Hermione's neck and face are covered. Sensing that her body could take no more orgasms, the devil's snare began to finish inside Hermione. The two phallic lengths in her mouth force-feed her its loads as she swallows it all down hungrily. They pull out, leaving her panting heavily as she tries to breathe air into her lungs. Arms give out and her head falls into the mattress. The womb feels warm and full as the two insides of her cunt release. Painting her inner walls, and Hermione is surprised they don't forcate her pussy like the tendrils in her mouth, but is distracted at the movement in her bum. Jamming deep inside her, the two cocks flood her arse with its hot seed. She arches her back in pleasure, feeling the burning sensation that was all over her body disappearing. Her stomach is distended with all of the cum inside her. All at once, the four tentacle dicks leave her, creating a waterfall of cum flowing out of her. The bed is completely covered, in fluids now, and the devil's snare moves itself back into its pot. Drago puts the plant on the bedside table. Oh, fuck! Hermione's body collapses onto the bed, lying in the night's fluids. After a few minutes of the trio trying to catch their breaths, she lifts her head. Still planting slightly, she groans out. Oh, is this whole lost potion thing you wrote here in the first place? Theo and Draco both wince. Um, well, you see, Fred and George mentioned the idea at the burrow and a while back, and Draco says. She narrows her eyes and says menacingly, I'm going to kill those two idiots when I get my hands on them. Thank you for listening to Playing With Potions by Mad Marauder 24. Join us next time for more Dramione stories. Thank mm-hmm. you.